You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Welcome to the Dressage Today podcast's Training Buzz. These short podcasts bring you the best tips straight from our subscription video site, Dressage Today On Demand. To get full access to all our videos, go to ondemand.dressagetoday.com and enter promo code DTPODCAST to save 15% off your subscription. Now, listen in on this week's buzz and enjoy the ride. In the first part of a Q&A, five-time Olympian Stefan Peters and internationally recognized trainer Scott Hassler answer questions from the audience at a clinic they gave at River Edge Farm in Chesapeake City, Maryland. Stefan takes the first question that is, what causes the horse's head to tilt and how do you fix it? Then Scott discusses the following, rising trot versus sitting trot for warm-up, connection, and freedom of back. Listen in for their answers. Um, what causes a head to tilt, and how can you try to fix it? Um, you know, tilting, of course, it's, um, it's pretty obvious when we see a half pass from the front and one ear is a little bit lower than the other. Yeah? So um, I'd like to go, as we did this morning, and uh, work on this quite a bit in walk. I, if I start a walk half pass to the left and my horse is tilting the neck, there's two ways of tilting, that a horse tilts into the half-pass now and the, that the left ear is lower than the right, or the more common way is that the right ear is higher than the left ear. Yeah? So now the horse is twisting the neck. And either way, we want to remember that the bend is 10 times easier in a leg yield. We see horses tilting in travers. The second we can go back to a little leg yield, we truly teach our horses what it means to yield with the inner leg at the girth, I find this the best way to start with that. We see this quite a bit in the corners when we, for instance, ride a corner to the left. <clears throat> the horses are a bit resentful about going into the corner and accepting the left rein. So they know already, here's the, the rider applies the, the left leg and left rein, and now it becomes mentally a, a resistant reaction where they say, oh, here's... Here's that reaction from the left leg and left right. I'm just gonna go against it, yeah? Again, let's take a step back at that time. Let's walk that corner and let's tell them, look, buddy, I'm, I'm not going to argue with you about it. I just want you to yield to the leg. So my, the, the answer is honestly fairly simple. It's the true sensitive yield to the leg can educate a horse to bend properly and fix the tilting. Then the next question we have here is, which is a great question, is rising trot versus sitting trot. Then it says for warm-up, connection, freedom of back. Awesome question. Awesome question. The answer is not simple. 
because we have a lot of different horses that we sit on, right? And so all of our decisions go upon that individual athlete and that rider's skill level. That for me is very important. A very skilled rider that has a beautiful seat and can influence a horse through a stiff back would be a different answer to this question than a not so skilled rider that doesn't sit as well. So I've had some horses where rising trot, and I'm talking maybe two out of 100, that benefit much more just sitting trot early on and go. I've done that on a couple of horses. Because rising trot, they're just sloppy, they don't use themselves, and I'm thinking, I gotta rise this horse for a little bit of time, I mean, that's what you do. The horse says, hey, I'm falling apart. And when you sit, he goes, yeah, I'm here. I'm going, okay, then throw the book out. I care about the horse more than somebody telling me I should rise first when he's just sloppy and having trouble using himself. So I've set those horses early again. My skill set, I hope, can do that. A non-gifted rider who doesn't have that skill set probably shouldn't do that. It'd probably get worse. So you can sit early on. In the end, I think the horse should have rising and sitting trot equally. Both should be skilled and well done. Why? Because I think it's nice for the horse to breathe in the back. Many horses, not many, some horses really learn passage easier sometimes in rising trot than sitting trot. I've had a few of those. It makes the rider get into rhythm instead of grip. So there's a lot of little details about sitting, rising, getting specific to what you're trying to teach the horse. But one thing starting from the beginning to the end for me is that, let's say if you're going in the system, a young horse should first learn, three, four-year-old, to go from the hind legs to the bit, that you have shoulder control and alignment, that the horse's shoulders are following where it's pointed with its head, and you can change direction, it's all aligned, and you're developing a soft, fluid top line that's getting consistent. Now you can start sitting trot. And then you teach the horse what the weight is like, like we did this four-year-old this morning. You sit for maybe 10 strides, don't count them, it's not 10, isn't the magic number. You sit for a period of strides and you teach the horse hey, this is what it feels like to have weight, and you rise again, you just ride transitions, rising, sitting, rising, sitting, and the ultimate goal, whether it's a Grand Prix horse or a four-year-old, there's no change in the horse's emotion. Rising, sitting. If there is, you're not doing a good job. The ultimate goal is there's no change in a transition, rising and sitting. You sit on the horse, you see, yep, I'm here. No change, they shouldn't back off, they shouldn't tighten up, just swinging, and I think it's nice for the back to mix up rising and sitting work. But there's a strategy to it, and a rider's skill level to it. And in the end, if you have to sit the whole entire ride, maybe 5% of the horses, because they're just sloppy when you rise them, okay. Hold their hand and do it that way. But the rest of the horses, I think the mixture of rising and sitting is really nice for them. So that's my influence on that one. We hope you enjoyed this bonus podcast. What would you like to learn about, and what tips would you like to hear? Email me, Stephanie, at sruff at equinenetwork.com or reach out to us on social media. Remember, go to ondemand.dressagetoday.com and enter promo code DTPODCAST to save 15% off your subscription to our online catalog. Thanks for listening.